0: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
4: Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone... Spelled woe, period, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later.
2: Welcome to episode 215 of the Rustical Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM Alex. You are with me today. I have Ben Redith. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Ellen. <laughs> 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 okay, and what are you-
1: Who are you playing?
3: <laughs>
2: Zod Smith.
1: Hamad Sillahuran out of hand who's about to fight a much bigger dragon. Yeah.
0: Like, sell sidebottom, who is confused by the fact that other people are doing dances at each other as a <laughs> taken away from the tension somewhat uh, and and azu woohoo <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't should we use this i yeah, no we're using this okay. we're using this people
3: need to understand for the listener helen and i have gone a bit odd yeah,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. the stakes got it's too like,
2: high, and the cast are struggling, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. It's
0: like in the in the actual campaign, we've just kind of <laughs> gone round. There's been a stack overflow of tension, and now we're we're oh. in very giddy territory. Yeah, a yeah. catastrophic memory silly. leak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh no, what? We're gonna die? Wiggle time! Wiggle time! <laughs>
2: so brief, brief recap. We're technically not doing terribly, fighting a potentially unkillable dragon while surrounded by a horde of potentially unkillable enemies. A top big Ben, like you're actually, you're actually doing all right so far. Yeah, I think Hammer's proven they're killable. Only one of you has been turned into a fine paste. Um, that's not true. Uh no.
1: Skrk no. is
3: still alive. Unconfirmed. Yes. Skrk is still alive. Rumors of their death have been
1: greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <Yeah>. About <laughs> five from now, Skrk <laughs> is gonna plunge from the cloud line, land on the back of Gweave's neck, dagger first, and it's gonna oh, be incredible. Cool. Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna yeah, go ahead yeah. and say that don't hold your breath on that. <laughs> Okay. I hate you. So, I hate
1: you so much.
2: And one thing before we go any further, which was one thing that was caught is uh Guive is she her. Oh, my bad. Minor correction there, miss a uh, miss. Well in fairness, Gweave hasn't been kicking around too much as a character. She her for Guive. Yeah, she turned up, melted the Eiffel Tower. I
1: apparently <laughs> forgot completely. My bad. So
2: without further ado then, we are gonna come in at Wild's turn. Ooh. Oh. in which case then Wild yeets himself off the tower. <laughs> Just... <laughs> makes sense, yep.
3: Of course he does. I don't see this because I'm down a hole.
2: No, you don't. T- sort that's of the... towards Sel and
3: Guive.
0: Cool, makes sense, yep. No! None of us see this, Ben, because he's invisible.
3: Oh, that's, very, that's oh, a very God, good no, point. No, none of us
0: do see it. Can I get a perception check from Sel and Azu? Yes. 18 as low as cell can roll really because that's a 2 so you know
2: I've got a 15 and I can go lower <laughs> <laughs> understood <laughs> uh, neither of you notice anything wicked <laughs> cool all of the horde that are like a wash over the ground like an ocean like a sea swarm towards the plant specifically, the, the sort of Houses of Parliament, they and they are moving en masse, start thinking that sort of World War Z kind of waves from the film kind of uh, thing. Yeah. However, coordinated, they aren't tripping one another up, it's just... For a moment it feels like the city is contracting that sort of mm. movement. A large number of them are moving sort of towards the tower insofar as it's in the right direction but it's too early to tell whether they're going to be climbing it or not. But I would say they seem to be coming from almost all directions. Bearing in mind that that fight happening over towards the one that got away still seems to be intermittently carrying on. But, yeah, there is a, an, a seeming innumerable horde all homing in towards Hamid. With that in mind, then... cool. can I get an escape artist check from Skrark, please?
1: See, he's still alive. Maybe. They're still alive.
2: He's trying we'll to escape to this mortal coil. <laughs>
1: No! Um, okay, I-, I rolled a three, so 18. Oh. Okay. That die is going in the naughty corner. <laughs> mm.
2: At this point, I swore to myself I would allow you three rolls for Scrak before uh, I start taking over. Can I get the escape artist uh, modifier for Scrak? I'm going to be rolling in secret from now. Uh,
1: plus 15.
2: Wow. And can I get the fort safe modifier for Scrak, please? Plus eight. You will not hear me ask for a roll again.
0: <gasps> yep. It's because he's busy flying up to land on Queen. What's he doing?
2: You are up. You, you. For a very brief moment, thought you might have been face to face with a Grieve, but thankfully, she seems otherwise occupied.
4: Yeah, everything is fine. Uh, for a, a, a value of fine, <laughs> for a value of six seconds, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, Ben. What was the last thing that Zolf did?
3: Uh, So you just shaped the stone? Yeah, so I leapt off down the stairwell and shaped the stone on the door. Okay. Not that you know where I am.
0: (laughs) Invisible! She can see the stone moving.
3: Oh, that's true, you can see the stone moving. Or hear it, I guess, but yeah.
0: You
2: could have taken the time to etch into the floor, just a little arrow pointing you to saying, I am here. Uh, I can't write,
3: (laughs) so I'm not capable of fine detail.
2: Ah, fair play. Uh. Okay, in that case then, Azu,
3: you are up.
4: Okay, so, I'm still on Topaz, which means I have an 80-foot move-slash-fly speed, which means I can get up onto the
2: platform. And technically you're not stood; you're hovering above the doorway. Above Zolf, I guess.
4: Well, Azu is going to do, uh, <laughs> hovering above the doorway, not above Zolf. This is very important. I'm not going to do this <laughs> un- above Zolf. Yeah, sure.
2: There's enough space for that.
4: She gets out her bag of holding and she tips out all of the marbles. All of the marbles that she has accumulated down the holes and down the stairs.
2: Oh. That's a really good idea. That's a really. How many is that, like?
4: That's so many! Alex. Literally
2: thousands. Thousands
4: of marbles?
2: Thousands
4: potentially i feel like it's marbles. like nine
2: thousand marbles give or take isn't it helen something like that
4: it was a lot it was like it was like 30 gold worth of marbles or something ridiculous <laughs> like that
1: pretty sure you spent 50 gold on marbles and you've it used like 10 like of them maybe a couple of dozen at most yeah you're looking yeah. at
2: around like at least like nine thousand marbles are now pouring oh so you're just upending the bag of holding and it just goes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: marbles, <laughs>
4: And Alex, you have yourself to thank for this because I remember at the time that it was pointed out to me how many marbles I had. You were like, that could legitimately be
2: of use. Yeah. <laughs> and it so, has
4: been <laughs> of
2: use. Would you like the good news? Or would you like the bad news?
4: Um. Yes. <laughs>
2: okay. So the good news is. A torrential wave of marble starts pouring into that space just pouring and pouring and pouring technically for this many you might actually have had to if this was real life hold it for a while because of the <laughs> diameter but i don't care so i'm just i'm just plopping them out all in one go and they are pouring down into that hole i'd say that probably one or two ping out the sides of the tower at lower levels just by <laughs> virtue of velocity and mass like <laughs> one other thing though which is your bad news is it's loud, this is like 10,000 marbles just going
0: uh, no uh, uh, Alex it's about 9,000 <laughs> no, over right, right. 9,000 but about 9,000 <laughs> so like if that's a DC you know, grieve can't hear if it's under 10,000 marbles that's an important distinction
4: There's also a massive dragon nearby and people clomping around. So I, I feel like it's not loud. Louds.
3: It's all very loud. We're in a loud place. The entire city of London just did a scream. So yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> and also, like to be clear, you've you've effectively filled this stairwell, and it's just. I mean, Zolf is levitating, so it's 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 effectively like bumping Zolf upwards yeah. as it fills <laughs> and then yeah. Oh my God! You much... turned Big Ben into a marble run. Yeah. yeah.
3: Just yeah. We'll, we'll never see it, but it's a ridiculous. All all the skeletons like
1: <laughs> inside Elizabeth Tower. <laughs> Like tumbling over, whoa! I vote the camera of the campaign's focus just cuts into Marble Olympics for the next three minutes, while Alex (laughs) describes in minute detail which marble keeps overtaking which other marble on a race to the bottom of the tower.
2: Okay, okay, I'm, I'm. What I'm going to do is ask if Azu wants to use a move action is what I'm going to do instead.
4: Yes, Azu will then fly up onto the platform, assuming that Zolf is
3: going to join her there. Sure, sure, sure. In which case then, Zolf, you are up. All right, so into the headphones as I start moving. Oh, that's a good point, actually. How far down am I in the stairwell? 15 feet. 15, okay, cool. Yeah, so as I'm moving, I'll be to Babbage like, right, I'm almost going to get you set up, start talking me through how. And then while he's talking, I'll move up 15 feet, and then I'll sort of do the, the classic punt and drag myself sort of <laughs> up the, the glass uh, with my me, with me hands while levitating. And so 15, 20... Like a
2: space gondolier. 25,
3: 30, <laughs> 35, yeah, 40, and I'll put it there. Okay, yeah, and I'm going to put Babbage down in front of me in one of the central four squares of the platform. I'm pinging it for the GM's benefit, but I'm putting him yeah. there. But he's as central as I can mechanically get him because of how the squares land.
2: No, I get you, I get you. Babbage, yeah, is able to start walking you through it. And to be clear, you're effectively going to be taking an extendable sort of aerial, placing Mm -hmm. it down. You're going to be connecting that into the array. The uh, the cable has a certain amount of slack, but we're not talking hundreds of feet. And then you have the weight.
3: Yeah, so I kind of like... I'm going to take... The, you know, I use my standard action to start setting that up so however far I can get. Uh, what I'm trying to do is, if it's allowed, kind of nestling the Babbage box underneath the tripod so it's all occupying a single square, if that's possible. I don't know how big the apparatus is. I'm going to say that's possible. Cool. Um,
2: otherwise, that is a comically large backpack.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've, it's all it's all occupying the same square and I'm, like, fiddling with the buttons and following Babbage's instructions to get it all all set up. Understood.
2: In which case, then, the root creatures are hurling themselves up the walls. We're not just talking like climbing, their move speed is utterly unaffected by the verticality and as you'll remember, like they were able to sink themselves into the stone and so on, so they are just hurtling themselves up the walls of Parliament and there is frankly an equal amount moving up the tower, however it it seems like that's just, there's so much stuff that frankly it's just taking what it can get. Meanwhile, Guive beelines towards Hamid and in so doing passes comparatively near to the tower. In terms of distance, Guive may not be able to turn well, but Guive can move at pace and rockets along by 250 feet. Oh, my. Like, there is a, there is a non-mechanical shockwave from the movement. And as doing so, turns, takes a deep breath,
3: and then (coughs) at Elizabeth Tower. Fly by. So here's the clarification there, Alex. If I've taken Babbage off, is the object just going to get melted?
2: Here's what's going to happen for that, Okay, Guiwa is moving quick, but not quick to the point where no one would get a reaction... And because people had movement left over, I think it's reasonable for one of you to place yourselves between Guiv and the device and to human shield it without a reflex save. This is not a sneaky thing. This is something, and you had movement left over. I'm fudging it slightly, but frankly, I think it's better this way. So I am happy for one of you. You will have to occupy the square to the east of it to
3: act as effectively a, a shield for the device.
4: Okay, I'm happy to do that because, so you
2: You're
3: setting it up. Yeah, I I think that makes sense. Okay. And you are larger, you just have more mass than I do, so... Yeah, I'll do that. So, yeah, we've
2: rockets along and... Can I get a reflex save from Hamid and from Sal, please? Ooh. 18. 17. You both just (gasps) managed to shield your eyes. Wild, you have no idea of, is invisible... As far as we're concerned, it is Zolf and Azu only, OK? OK. OK. Can I please get a reflex save from both of you?
3: That's good.
2: That's bad. 10. <laughs> 24. In which case then, strap in.
3: I got some rolling to do. Is Topaz also included in... Uh... Oh, yes. Topaz is included. Can yeah, I get a reflex save for Topaz? Now, remember, Helen, Topaz takes half this damage. I take 1.5 damage.
2: Yep. Yep. Topaz only gets sixteen. <laughs> right, I have finished rolling the dice. You'll have noticed that you wouldn't hear anything because there was a lot and it took a while. Everyone on the tower, by which I mean Azu and Zolf, and Azu, you are shielding Babbage because I'm feeling generous.
1: Thank you. And Topaz is there
2: too. And Topaz. So here's the thing. Everyone takes 122 fire damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not. I like. I honest to god rolled it 122. With 120
3: just. Boop. And do you know what that means? It means Topaz takes one damage and I take three. <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads <laughs> of hit points. <laughs> oh.
0: Listeners, listeners, seriously, there were, while the dice were rolling, so many heartfelt conversations about, like, you know, if the characters die but we still manage to, like, set the device off, then really it's a good poetic ending. Like, there was so much heartfelt, like, it's fine, I can lose these characters, you know, and, and it will be OK. It will be OK. And there's
3: like, ding! <laughs> um, Alex, can I just, just let you know, I still have nine temporary health, so I'm still over. Hey, that's fine.
0: I can
2: do this all day (laughs) That's fine
3: That's the problem I'm standing up against the universe here I'm proud of myself You can't take (laughs) that away from me I'm proud of you too In terms (laughs) of a description
2: for everyone else thankfully Cell and Hammond passed their reflex save so they can see what's happening Just pure heat rolls out sections of the roof liquefy. Huge chunks of masonry are just chucked out into space and then fall down into the horde squishing them Lord of the Rings trebuchet style for those of you who uh, care. We've probably bought some time with them then. <laughs> the The glass parts of the roof all shatter and uh. most of the walkway starts to buckle but is still still functional so are we on grill here we're not
4: filigreed wasn't it so the metal bit is
2: you're on a sort of like victorian-esque raw iron it's not iron spoilers but, okay. uh, well not spoilers it's, it's, it's frankly it's a posher metal than iron in a fantasy metal way it's but it is it is certainly warped from the heat and a little bit precarious now Okay, we're not falling yet and yeah just from the outside looking in the top of the tower has just exploded and because everyone's still technically invisible, right? Or is Zolf mm. not invisible now? I've lost track. No, no, we're all invisible. It's uh, the only, only Hamid
3: thing- who's visible. Yeah, and it's Hamid yeah. and Babbage.
2: Yeah, so at the moment then, the device can still be seen seemingly unharmed, and Hamid, you now find yourself a lot more face-to-face <laughs> with a Aguiv, who is up in your grill and immediately facing off at you, but has no standard action.
3: <laughs> yeah, she used it. You're welcome. <laughs>
2: Which is a very, very important factor.
0: Cell, you are up. How far away is the dragon from Cell? You're at about 200 feet, give well, or take. for goodness sake, wherever Cell goes, like, they can't freaking hit this dragon. I was even trying to fly towards the thing, and then it flew away.
1: I mean, it flew 250 foot. Like, that's the problem. That's a lot of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, the thing is... What would make sense for Cell to do is to bomb the things that are crawling up the tower, but that would attract the attention of the dragon. So.
2: So here's the thing. Mm. I'm going to throw you some help because it's getting very abstract with all this vertical movement, okay? Yep. You could mm. attack things climbing up the tower mm. on the far side from which Guivre is. So unless mm. Guivre has omniscience. <laughs>
0: They're quite loud.
2: The issue you're going to have is that once you attack your invisibility, you didn't go greater, did you? No, did you went lesser. Went so as a result, once you attack, you'll stop being invisible, which means you're waiting for something to notice you.
0: That's, that's fine, because then they can fly away. Uh, and also, uh, their blood is literally boiling. So if they get attacked in the right way, they will kill most things that attack. And the benefit is, the blood's going to fall down,
2: and it's definitely going to hit something, because you can't even see the ground anymore. Yeah probably it's all valid targets
0: Woo! does it look like anything is nearing the top of the tower any of the crawly climby things
2: yeah you think you can see three that are approaching the top of the tower okay if you look towards the base of the tower it's innumerable but in terms of ones that have a lead you're looking at yeah maybe maybe around three
0: and these are planty things
2: They are the root-type creatures that you have encountered previously. Interpret
0: that how you will. In which case, my move speed currently is, is 60, so I can move to being within, let's say, within 15 foot of them. I want to throw an Exfoliant Bomb at the one that is highest up the tower. Okay, cool. Give me the attack roll. Oh, I rolled 19, so that is 29.
2: Nice. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. So it's a strong, strong hit.
0: So that means that I'm rolling 7d8 plus 14 splash damage. Nice. <laughs>
2: You're going to be doing chunky damage on this.
0: I managed to roll absolute garbage, so the total is only 29.
2: That's still a yeah. hefty yep. whack. Still, still damage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's it's damage, but it's just I, I rolled one, two, three.
2: Oof. Ooh. Oof. I feel your pain. I did the same with the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger off. Oh, well.
0: So Anyway, yes, that is 29 <laughs> damage. Also, I can declare bombs Sticky. So that's just... So, to be clear, your
2: invisibility sort of pops as you yep. as you take the offensive action.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Nothing seems to have noticed you at first. Then there's an explosion. One of them seems very badly, like, shredded by it. And mm-hmm. they all start looking around for you. And I am going to roll, because there's a lot going... Oh, no, they rolled really high. Uh, they notice you, at which point you can see all of the uh, other root monsters that are sort of within your line of sight all turn to sort of see you. That's cool. However, you're a decent distance, so if they were going to try and hit you, unless they've got ranged stuff, they're going to have to leap. Yep. Bear in mind, they could have ranged stuff. That's not come up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not against the tower, is what I'm getting at for listeners' benefit.
0: Is the thing that I hit dead no in which case remember the bomb is sticky so it's gonna get 12 damage next turn noted okay
2: in which case then Hamid it is your turn you are currently in a lot of ways living the dream by which I mean you have enormous dragony wings you're flying using them you're powerful you're exploding things and you're fighting a dragon which in, in an RPG is in a lot of ways the
1: goal everything beyond
2: this is bonus
1: Hamid, as Grieve was shooting towards him, was scared but ready until Grieve turned their head and firebombed the top of the tower, at which point he's just like, no, no, not them, me, not them, me. But he waits for Grieve to approach and... Flings out his two hands, one directly at Gwyneve's face. He's been floating about fifty foot above the uh, roof of the House of Parliament, and literally any person who is still on the roof, more or less directly below Gwyneve, will do. As the second hand shoots at them, and he calls lightning, <gasps> which shoots in the reverse direction. Raising from the person on the roof, shooting up and illuminating Gweave, he will once again be using the uh, Rod of Maximize. He's casting, uh, what's it called, Lightning Arc. There has to be two targets, so I'm hoping there's still someone beneath Gweave alive on the roof that can act as the other target, basically. That, that is Good, good. Does this allow spell resistance? Yes.
4: How many uses of that thing do you have?
1: The Rod, mm. three. So this is my second. Oh!
4: I thought you only had one, so <laughs> Yeah, this is bonus. Bonus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you need me to roll the spell resistance then?
2: I do. And I need
1: you to roll well.
4: Oh. Good luck, good luck, good luck.
1: Which die? Which die is gonna be friendly to me? Come on. Come Pick on. your friendliest die. <laughs> Twenty-four. That's pretty good. Insufficient.
2: <gasps> oh. Dragons suck. dragons are wildly magical wildly magical
4: this is now a we hate dragons podcast
2: (laughs) the arc of lightning i'm assuming on a failed spell resistance there's no additionals that's incredibly rare in pathfinder
1: oh yeah yeah no it it just means i think as as well as one of the two targets i think it just means the spell fails completely because it's got nothing to anchor between unfortunately
2: effectively i'm going to say that the arc can go off meaning that from your perspective you know there's someone on the rooftop yeah but unfortunately it just scatters across the scales which glow golden light for a second and then dissipates
1: yeah i mean the person on the roof does get a uh, reflex save against the 78 damage that just did just FYI.
4: oh oof oh.
1: if you want to take that i don't know yeah hamid is going to use is going to follow skarks example from earlier he's going to use his move action not to fly in a straight line not to flee but to effectively, he's going to fly in close to Guiv. Yep, he's going to start I'm, to yeah. circle round the dragon's body. He's going to be—he's going to be a fighter attacking a capital ship, and you yeah, know, reducing the range is actually the most effective rather than extending it. I understand. I assume that's going to take a fly skill check.
2: What I'm going to do for this is I'm actually nerfing ever so slightly the dragon in one way, which is the flight stuff. Yeah. I'm going to do opposed flight checks to see who gets the upper hand by virtue of it. Yeah. Bearing in mind, mechanically, for your benefit, Bryn, you'll know what that means, this thing is very clear to you, has the clumsy rating for flight.
1: Yeah. Hamid cannot beat the dragon, but he may be able to keep it away from the rest of you long enough.
0: Oh, no!
1: You've only got to survive a minute.
0: And how long has I it think. been already? No, it's a minute from now. A <laughs> oh. minute
3: from now. Yeah, assuming I turn it on next round, I think Babbage said it would take
2: about I'm going to say, basically, yeah, like, your setup's done. It took a round to set up. You've done yeah. that. It, it's, yeah, from next round.
4: Has it only been, like, a couple of rounds? Ra- I feel like we've been
2: doing this for ages.
1: Yeah. It's because a lot's happening. Six yeah. combat rounds.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, so what was the fly check? 26. Okay, cool. So I'm going to give you this information because I'm trying to be fair, and this is all simultaneous action, it's super clear to you immediately this was a really good call. She is almost wallowing in the air to try and account for this as a as a factor. Meta, I rolled true garbage. True, <laughs> true garbage. <laughs> so you're going to be getting a bunch of modifiers here for the fact that good, she, she good, can't good, really good. handle good. you up here. It's like fighting a fly with a broadsword. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Just Just wondering if dragons have... Spell resistance when you're inside them. <laughs> I mean, obviously,
1: obviously, I have been considering the fly down her throat move here, Ben. What do you take me for? Some sort of amateur?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I tell you what. I'm going to do something I wouldn't normally do, and this is this is going to annoy hardcore rules fans. Mm. Give me a knowledge arcana, Brin.
1: Huh. Then I roll the 19. Sure. I mean that. That means that. Lots. Th- 37.
2: As far as you're concerned, as far as anyone concerned in this world, spell resistance uh, for dragons is located in the scales.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought.
2: Yeah, Just going to leave you with that thought. Yeah. Meanwhile, can I get a perception check from everyone? Ooh. ooh. 28. 20.
0: 22.
2: So, Zolf specifically... Even though you're working on this, you, you sort of you catch something out the corner of your eye, and unless you're mistaken, that is Apophis <gasps> throwing himself up from amongst the city and is beelining towards Guive.
0: Uh... The office of the Apophis office is here.
3: <laughs> now, now, no, here's a question. Blue veins. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
2: you dare not to. And I'll take a break there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello everyone,
4: it's Helen here, and today I'm talking to you about a new show on the RQ Network called I Am In Eskew, a mind-bending surrealist horror drama that's perfect for anyone who's into creators like Junji Ito and David Lynch. I'm into both of those creators, so it's certainly going on my list. The show follows David Ward, who is trapped just beyond the human world in a murderous city, which also happens to be alive. A mysterious woman helps him to survive, but she has motives of her own, namely to burn Askew down. Search for I Am In Askew on all podcast platforms, or visit IAmInAskew.com to find out more about what's going on in this bizarre world. Happy listening, everyone.
2: And welcome back. So, you asked a a comparatively minor question that I... (laughs) (laughs) I I forget. Have you ever got a blue vein? No no blue blue veins. veins. No No blue veins. veins. No blue veins. 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 Not even little blue veins. No blue veins. No blue veins. (gasps) It's a good dragon! It's very, very difficult to get sneaked up on by a dragon. (gasps) It seems that Apophis has been loitering amongst the actual buildings and then has suddenly sort of leapt upwards. And it's clear that Guive has noticed this, because it's pretty much in Guive's eye line, and is surprised. I'll leave it at that. If Apophis is here, who else from Cairo is here?
1: Ah, uh. Well, Apophis was in convocation with the other meritocrats out in China, I think.
2: Oh, so there are still four yeah.
1: living meritocrats. Yeah. So, in terms of the rest of
2: things, the swarm are now properly swarming up the tower at this mm-hmm. point. Rude. Right. So there is a lot of that around. I would say you're looking at, another from Cell's perspective, you're looking at one more round, and then the first of them is going to start breaching the top of the tower. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Azu, you are up.
4: I want to cast Shield Other on Babbage. I want to activate my armour. I want to tell Topaz to guard Babbage. Those are the three things I want to do. I know
3: I can't do all of them, but let me check. <laughs> now, I was going to say, that is that a standard
1: action? Because that might be a bonus action. Yeah. and That's
4: what I'm wondering, because I ordering
1: don't... Ordering Topaz to do something should be at most a move action. It's likely a free action because of your various feats. I think you can do yeah. all three, basically.
2: Wow. Okay. Bonus
1: free and standard and yeah, you You happen
2: did. to have an incredibly efficient combo there. All right.
4: So, I cast shield other on Babbage, which is the same spell that Zolf used. So, anything that happens to Babbage is halved and will happen to me instead.
2: I will need you to remember that, please.
4: Okay, so that gives Babbage plus 1 deflection, plus 1
2: resistance for saves. Babbage is feeling very special right now.
4: Ah. Good. He is extremely special. If he had cheeks, they'd be rosy. Aww. Okay. Azu says to Topaz, protect him, indicating the Babbage apparatus and Babbage himself. And I'm not sure how the armour is activated. I think Azu is going to say,
2: Aphrodite, it's now or never. <laughs> 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 nice. And how does it look? Because in the description, it basically says badass, but that's that's pretty much it, really. Now, this, I'm still technically
4: invisible because this is not an offensive action.
2: We're doing the movie magic thing where we can (laughs) see you, but there's a slightly wobbly filter, and that's how we know you're invisible.
4: Azu is now 12 feet 12 inches tall. What? (laughs) (laughs) Weighing whatever 240 times
3: 8 is. (laughs)
0: Respect.
3: She is now mechanically large. Wait, sorry, hang on. Does that mean she's over a ton? Yeah, as as she's over a ton and a half, weighing
1: over one (laughs) metric ton.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Oh
1: goodness! (laughs) Do
0: not step on the glass roof.
1: Hopefully, this thing you're standing on can support you
3: there we go I'm just embiggening you on the map there yeah, thank you also to be fair you haven't got off Topaz yet so <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> I will have got off Topaz okay okay okay. To no it's fine you don't get off Topaz you just grow and your feet hit the floor oh yeah and you grow off so <laughs> Topaz and you do just that? walks through your legs yeah, you, no you do yeah you do that sort of you do that little backwards scoot <laughs> <laughs>
0: but somehow it is glamorous and elegant oh yeah no very much so okay. very heroic
4: I get a plus 2 enhancement bonus to my armor which I think means yeah I don't th- I think that stacks because I don't yep, think I've got any stack other with bonuses the that Effects. yeah my axe has also
2: grown oh alongside my. me <laughs> <laughs> In which case then is there anything else that you can squeeze into this turn mm, Just the detail that my armor is covered in roses now
3: Oh, oh yes Like
2: carved in yeah lovely Good call In which case Zolf, is it? Zolf's? <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's Zolf's go.
3: It, I it's Zolf's turn. Have I set, if it, if it, if it, if set up Babbage? The,
2: the device is now set up. If you choose, you can activate it.
3: I hit the go switch, uh, and then I cast resist energy
2: fire on him. Okay, understood. Anything else? You're actually well-placed to continue blocking Guever etc., same as uh, Azu is. Yeah,
3: no, I stay next to him, because I've got reach and two attacks opportunity. Uh, he's got resist energy 20 for the next... 110 minutes, so he's got resist energy 20 on fire.
1: Uh, I think you have not updated the effect of resist energy to your level. I believe at the cast level you are at, resist energy provides resist energy of 30. Oh, God, it's at 11th level. I thought, I assumed 12. Yeah, no, sorry, it's resist energy 30.
3: Thank you, Brim. Yep, yep. In which case then... I mean, he's not going to be hit by Guive anymore, but you know, just in not. case. Yeah, yeah.
2: In which case then, the first of the creatures manages to make the side basically manages to breach the top of the wall I'm just going to add them now please bear with me so this one has just started to climb up so that means that now Azu and Zolf you can see the first of the guardians are sort of popping their head over although it seems mostly frankly looking at Sel is this cool. the like one
0: that I already hit you have
2: you have already hit this yeah okay. like a chunk of its arm is blown off A shoulders missing and uh, if it had guts they'd be falling out but they're not Who? The two lower ones obviously are continuing to climb up as well. There may be some on other sides of the tower that you can't see, but broadly speaking, the, the tower is now under a, a, a siege, as it were. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Guivre, beelines straight towards Apophis and then goes for a bite—just oh just a standard old bite to the neck—and and then snaps on an Apophis that isn't there, that dissolves into motes of light. Wild! but wastes an entire turn don- doing it and is now 250 feet, give or take, away from the tower. <gasps> He's nice. such
0: a good boy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> what a
2: good wild. <laughs> Who's a fluffy NPC? Yeah. <laughs> Who's a fluffy NPC?
3: <laughs> we did a good job?
2: But yeah, Guivre is, is now currently casting about in the, in the stage of uh, what can best be described as...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Meanwhile... Cell, you are now up. Right,
0: top of my turn, that creature that I hit uh, gets an additional 14 points of damage. 14? it's yeah, 14 splash the defoliant on plants. Nice.
2: So interestingly, yep, it reaches the top and then just crunches <laughs> away <laughs> and then falls backwards hey. off the tower. I was
0: really hoping that like so like the idea of like Azu and Zophia, like we're squared up and then the thing goes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens.
0: And Sal just yells, I've got this! Aww. At least one face of the tower, because there are three other faces of the tower that, yeah. uh, given the range of bombs, they probably can't help you with. So how many other creatures can I see on this face of the tower that are within range?
2: Two that are within range. There are many upcoming, but there are only two that are within range. Ugh.
0: I And they're next to each other. Yes. Okay, well I throw the first bomb at one of them.
1: Yep. Yeah, Give me just the throw two roll. bombs, one at each, and if they both get yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. both be dead. <laughs>
0: exactly, they both get splash from the yeah, other. From the other. yeah, come on, be good, be good.
2: Twenty-two? Twenty-two is a miss. Got a very, very, very close list.
1: What attack bonus are you applying? Ten. Okay. If you are not applying the feet rapid shot, would that instead be 12? Because you can get two attacks from just using haste without applying rapid shot.
0: Oh, fine. Yeah, okay. I am going to trust with the fact that Brynn knows the maths and that works better. So I'm basically back to my normal four attacks. In which case, that's a hit. Okay, cool. 23. 23 damage? Yep, and... There is 14 splash damage to Understood. whichever next. is next to it. Yep. Then I immediately bomb at the other one. Mm-hmm. And to that is twelve twenty.
2: Ah, uh, That's another close miss, I'm afraid.
0: That's cool. I've got another... got a third one. Ooh, uh, 25. A hit. It's cool. a good hit. Uh, let me load up 7d8s.
2: It's altogether too many D8s, and that's coming from Uh, someone who's currently in control of a dragon.
0: 27. (laughs) And then that does 14 splash damage to the one that's next to it.
2: The second second one that you hit (laughs) falls away.
0: The other one that got 23 originally and now has had another 14. Is still kicking around, but looks
2: really unhealthy.
0: It's going to get another 14 because it's a sticky bomb the beginning of next of my next round.
2: You think this probably isn't going to make it over the top of the tower either.
0: Okay, cool.
2: You think there's going to be a bit of whack-a-mole here where they keep showing up and going, hello! Ah! <laughs> In which case then, Hamid, you're up, and weirdly enough, alive! Oh.
1: Yeah, but I still need to be the one distracting. Guive, I would like to fly to approximately 200 foot away from We've.
2: Towards the tower
1: or no, in a third I want direction? To draw her away from the tower as much yep, as sure. possible. So you're probably heading south
2: then, something like that. Yeah,
1: so I've got I've got ninety foot of movement, so I can loop around a bit, but I need to end at about two hundred foot away from her and Understood. keep pulling her away from the tower, ideally. I'm then gonna cast a spell that I don't think it's gonna work, but since probably nothing I can I do is going to work, uh, why should I let that stop me? <laughs> <laughs> so, again, go. I've got another... In new... a lot of
2: ways, that's the moral of the campaign. Yeah,
1: <laughs> An- another new fifth-level spell. So I just used Lightning Arc for the first time, which I've had for a while and not cast before. But at our last level up, I also gained the spell Constricting Coils. Ooh. So... Oh. I want this one to work. So... Me too. <laughs> A sort of illusory dragon bursts into the air around Gweave and it's very much a long, thin one and it sort of twists and starts to wrap itself around Gweave's form and then brings its wings in to try and lock Gweave up. So, firstly, obviously, we have the spell resistance roll. Roll well. Yeah. Please roll well, this would be so cool. I really want this for you. <laughs> 18, 18, so that's a total of 29. Oh, oh
3: please. Oh.
2: That's high. Bear with me. I'm looking it up. There's a lot here. I'm focusing so hard on, like, the little bit of Alex's face. I can it's see- close. I'll tell you that for free. Give me a second.
1: Yeah. It works. <gasps> okay. Cool. Now, assuming that Gweave is not immune to paralysis effects, and dragons often are, but... Is immune to paralysis, I'm afraid. Yeah, no effect. The spell has no effect. But it looks ah. cool! That's not true, actually, because the damage will still apply. Ooh. <laughs> it's a tiny amount of damage, but it still applies. Will save to negate the damage effect, DC 20. I'll roll.
2: It's a decent roll. Give me a second. What was it?
1: DC 20 will save. Nah passes the will save. Yeah, so that would have been negated it even if she wasn't immune to paralysis, but I suspected as much. Sorry, dragons are the worst. Yeah.
0: But they're distracted now by another, yet another dragon. <laughs> <laughs> by
1: that, that dragon that is... instantly ceases to exist as the will <gasps> save. But isn't that always the way itself? you
0: wait for one dragon and then three
2: come <laughs> along at once? <laughs> okay, in which case then, blah, 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 blah. Everyone give me a perception check.
1: 31.
0: Mm. 15. 28. Uh, 32.
1: Cell and Zolf.
2: Hello. I don't know why. You're probably casting around, you know, head on a swivel, keeping an eye out for threats. There is something big and dark, just breaking cloud cover immediately above. It's the vengeance. It's the vengeance. (gasps) Come on. Come on. Team. Something
0: big and dark oh, Bigger than the vengeance
2: No, no, could be Could be oh, vengeance cool, size It's hard cool. to call
3: Bowl of smock
2: Surprise, no. surprise Just broke breaking cover From the clouds mm. <laughs> But you, it's still too far away to see You can just see that You know that you have like the shadow Then you have the breakthrough Yeah yeah. yeah. Mm.
3: Currently you can see the looming shadow what, what shape is the shadow? Does it have a wingspan? Can't tell yet oh, Fair enough Hades's hand being like, Oh, I'm going to.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, of that. <laughs> We've already used the fake meritocrat turns up to help Gambit. I feel like if it's another meritocrat, that's just lazy. In which maybe case, maybe it's just
4: a Monty Python foot.
1: In which case, <laughs>
2: Zolf, uh, sorry, Azu, it's your turn.
4: I mean, I can't see anyone or anything, really,
2: can I? Currently, no. Weirdly, I mean, you can see a guive, but there's nothing I can do about that. You 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 get the distinct impression you're in the calm before the storm.
4: Then all I'm going to do, I think, actually, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold it. I've got no one to attack. I was going to say I might move, but the only place to move is to one or the other side of the platform, and if something appears. On the other side, I've got to move back to go
1: and hit it, so... I mean, it's, it's gonna... you on one walkway, Zolf on the other. It's, you know, you're back-to-back yeah. with the, the MacGuffin between you holding on until the world is saved at this point. Classic.
2: Pretty cool. What are you thinking? Just holding your action and waiting for something to go off? Basically, yeah. Hey, it's fine, it's fine. For what it's worth, if I was playing you, I'd be doing the same.
3: Yeah. It's full defence mode.
2: In which case... Zolf, you're up. Uh, you yes. have now nothing further to do with the apparatus, by the way. Babbage was like, you push that button, and then you just make sure I don't explode.
3: Yep, uh, so I draw a little circle around Babbage, and I cast Sanctuary. That means anyone okay. who wants to try and attack him needs to pass a will save equal to my Spellcaster DC. Obviously, air effects attacks ignore this, because they just cover the area. And I take a step what, to my... Uh, the other. I'm on the other gantry. Kay. Yep,
1: that's <laughs> fine. I'm just standing there with my with Glaive out. You've Understood. Got, you've got all four and a half foot of Zolf defending one gantry and all 12 and a half foot <laughs> of Azzy defending yeah. the other. Yeah. Hey,
0: with um, his reach weapon, they're yeah, threatening yeah. about the same area.
2: Absolutely yeah. true. At which point, a number of the root creatures manage to pop up above the uh, parapet on Boo. other sides. No! Okay. Four crop up. Mm-hmm. They are all on the south side because Cell's been keeping an eye on the uh, the north side from the view of anyone who can see down the sides stuff is now swarming towards the tower enough's been going on that, that they either they've gotten wise or something but stuff is, is swarming up the tower as they do so though the cloud cover breaks <gasps> and hack as it may be yes Apophis <gasps> the real one the real one we still don't know it's plummeting from cloud cover. <laughs> Thick Peregrine Falcon, wings tucked in, uh, covering huge amounts of distance, vast amounts of distance. Unfortunately, it's not going to be enough to make it to basically Guive or anything similar this round. Yeah. It's not going to happen. The distances are too great. Clouds don't work like that. But Apophis seems to be running way quicker than Apophis's move speed. This yeah. looks like a... Possible suicide run, <gasps> yeah, because it is just straight to the ground as fast as you can go. I love
1: it. I love if it's another illusion, and Wild is just like, well, it worked the first time.
4: But
2: Wild would put it right above
1: us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At which point, Gweave rolls his
0: eyes. Not another dragon, like three in a row. <laughs> Come on, I'm not that up, stupid.
2: Notices and ignores it, mm. Uh, mm. and
3: sweeps towards Hamid. Fool me twice. Okay.
1: Shame on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. That was how far away plan. are you? About two hundred foot. <laughs> yep. Right up to your face. Takes a deep breath.
2: <gasps> uh, oh god. Probably, Probably everyone, give me a reflex save. save. Yep. Oh dear. Low DCs for anyone that isn't Hamid. High DCs for Hamid. Fifteen. Okay.
4: Uh, Nineteen for Azu. Thirty for Topaz natural 20,
0: <gasps> Congrats. Nat 20. Uh, 27 but that's a lot less interesting than 20. everyone else isn't
2: blinded was that a nat 20 on the reflex save
1: natural 20 31 total <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, a little <laughs> boy.
2: fabulous in which case yeah. you're gonna be taking some damage to your magic fire force field but half damage at least you haven't been hit yet here we go. <laughs> Entertain yourselves as I roll my billion dice. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred and sixteen, halved. All right. All right. Okay.
1: Just your world goes white. Hamid takes fifty-eight fire damage. It's fine. You've got loads of temporary hit points. <laughs>
4: uh. Just don't get hit again. You have been in the mid...
2: Congratulations, not many players sit in the middle of a dragon's fire breath and go, this is exactly where I want to be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. no. The the reflex save means he did something successfully to dodge and therefore reduce the damage. So I like to think that instead of just sitting there waiting for the fire, rather than backing off where he could be more accurately targeted... He flew into it towards <laughs> yeah. the smallest part of the cone to burst out the, the, the very sh- small nice, bit of the cone nice. of fire, yeah, taking yeah. some, but by it being, for now, mostly OK. You just dodged the, like, translucent bit of the flame. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Just don't just do not do it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hammett has done more damage than this to himself on purpose. True. That's I- True. And I think this is a sensible place
2: to end the episode with you, <laughs> frankly, surviving in a way yeah. I was not ready for. Hmm? But here we are. Nonetheless, congratulations. We're, we're now way off piste. Hamid's alive. Cell's alive. Like, this isn't the ending I planned at all, but it's going very well. Helen,
3: Look, he planned for us to live. If, if,
1: if, I can keep, <laughs> if I can keep the dragon away from the rest of you, I'm doing my job. Good stuff. Good stuff.
2: But yeah, I'm going to end the episode oh. there. We can we get to still bounce on oh and see God. immediately what happens while the rest <laughs> yeah. of you are left on tenter hooks. But until then, bye everyone. Bye.
3: Bye. bye.
2: Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-commercial Share-alike 4.0 International license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger to subscribe buy merchandise or join our Patreon visit rustyquill.com rate and review us online tweet us at the rusty quill visit us on facebook or email us via mail at rustyquill.com join our community on the discord or via reddit at r/rustyquill thanks for listening